This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Judo. And Nellie, you're on week three of home education. How's it going over there? You know what? It's gotten better. And I will tell you that I am seeing Charles develop skills that I didn't know he had. And he probably did. Well, I just think he's got to really organize himself. And I will say this, the best thing I did was putting him in a different room. Like he was going to be in his desk in his room. And I said, no. So I put him in the dining room because then that's school. And then the papers are spread out. Like each, there's a, like a stack for each class. And then he gets to leave, you know, because it's a lot. It's a lot to just sort of be in one place because, you know, we have somebody on today who's going to talk about that. Like kids in school don't sit in their seat all day long. No, they don't. And I know I've talked to a lot of parents that seem a little concerned that they're not occupied for hours on end, but this is a whole different way of doing things. And um, like Nellie said, we have Erica Holtzman, who has worked as a teacher for many years, and a lot of us know her. And she also does a lot of tutoring in the neighborhood. And she is going to talk to us about our job as online schoolers and give us some peace of mind and just let us know that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And she's one of the most reliable people. We used her tutoring service before we started really at Shelton until we were at Shelton for a while and realized it made sense to follow their with their tutors, but her service is amazing. And she only has great teachers slash tutors. And she's just very easy to deal with, which I think is really important when you're looking at this time or any time when you're looking for a tutor. Absolutely. And we've used her as well. She was a regular once a week, and I definitely miss having her come in person, but she is available to you online. So that's very helpful. And here's Erica now. So today we have on Erica Holtzman, who has worked in education for many years and is very plugged in with what all the local schools are doing. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge, Erica. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here with you both. Yeah, and I was just, I have to tell you, so for me, this is my first time, Erica, doing, I, I feel like I'm homeschooling, okay? So Charles <laughs> at Shelton, and they're actually doing, like, full-time, full-time school. That's my doorbell, ignore that. They're doing full-time school from, like, 8.30 to about 3.30 in the afternoon. Okay. And they have homework, and they have grades. So it's actually a lot. And so my first question to you is, I think about it, and I think, you know, we use Shelton tutors because... Right. They really know what the what the curriculum is at Shelton and exactly what they're looking for, and they they pretty much encourage it, right? Um, but I gotta say, you must be extremely needed right now. You know, I I hope so. I haven't heard from too many people yet, but um, with the schools that I work with, we're only starting week two with yeah. virtual online school, and um, most of the districts that I know of aren't doing um virtual lessons. Like they're not in class all day. It's more posting in Google Classroom or a quick video through Zoom in the morning and then kids are kind of on their own. So I think that once really instruction kind of ramps up, I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll start getting busy. Um, But my, my little tutoring business is going to be doing virtual lessons. So we're, we're ready. No, that's great. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm picturing cut to like a week from now, all the kids have like hair out like this. (laughs) 
Nobody's <laughs> waking up on time. They don't brush their teeth. They're not right. they're showing up for the online Google stuff. Parents are going to be like, help me right now. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I agree with you. So, so my kids are in HPISD, and I've talked to a lot of parents that have been concerned that our days are going by pretty quickly when it comes to academics. They're finishing their daily lessons pretty quickly. Um, should we be concerned about that at all? Do we need to be supplementing? What's going on there? Do not be concerned. I think, you know, this is so new for everybody, for teachers, for the schools, for the kids, for the parents, that I think First of all, every student is different. Every student is going to be taking this completely different. Some might log in first thing Monday morning and be so excited because they love school and learning and they're going to get it all done in an hour. But that is not our intent as teachers. So where I teach, we launch on Monday mornings. There's enough work that should be in place for the week. So the most important part about that is that these kids need to get on a schedule. And whether that is language arts one day, math the next, or 15 minutes language arts, then 15 minutes math, there are so many different ways that they can go about this. And they need to kind of experiment and find which one's going to work for them because every student's different. You might have three kids at home and they're all going to be doing this a different way. But if they are getting finished quickly, you might want to make sure they're actually doing it and turning it in the right way. But I also know that a lot of teachers are providing supplemental materials, additional materials, other resources, so that there should be plenty to do. Well, it's interesting because Shelton, first of all, can do online school because the classrooms are six or seven kids. So okay. they can actually do it. And I think that's part of the reason some of the other public schools, et cetera, or larger schools are not doing it because how can you have that many kids in there? You right. know, it's, it's pretty hard. I mean, we've all done Zoom cocktail parties. You know, when you have <laughs> people, you're talking on top of each other. Yes. It's kind of hard. But um, one of the things I loved about what they did um, is that, think about it, a child with a learning difference has to be redirected more, right? Um, right. You do have to check in and say, did you turn this in? It's it's the, these organizational skills that they're missing uh, and also multi-step problems. For example, you know, complicated algebra when it's multi-stepped. I see my son's yes. eyes just go blank, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll say, well, one of his teachers did that I loved. His math teacher always, when they take tests, you're allowed to ask a couple questions in the classroom. Now I thought, uh-oh, how's that going to translate to at-home learning? And she did it on right. kids, which I thought was great. You know, like she took yes. the test with them. She had them all on taking the test. And if somebody said, you know, is this the right step? She could say yes, which, you know, honestly, for, that's the one subject she really needs that kind of help. And I was, I was so pleased that they did that. I love that. I think, you know, several different, I hear from a lot of different friends. So my nieces are in Montessori school. I teach at a public school. I have friends that are in Richardson. So I'm hearing all sorts of different things like that, you know, that way kids can watch the instruction, whether it be through an in-person, like a, a virtual lesson, or maybe they're watching a video, right. but all of the teachers are ready and, and able to answer kids' questions. We're so ready to help the kids. You know, I am, I'm, I'm ready at my computer, ready to answer questions. If I need to supplement instruction with another quick video, I'm happy to do that. And I think that that that's a really exciting part of this is that teachers are eager to help their kids keep learning. Well, so well I, was, I was just about to say, um, we're not as fortunate as Nellie is. We have a lot more than six people in our classroom. Right. 
And so our kids aren't able to ask live and in person. But Nellie and I both have high schoolers and then my youngest is in middle school. So they're at a good age where we can really encourage them to advocate for themselves and contact the teachers on their own if they should have a question during their office hours. Yes. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's that's something I want to add. Oh, sorry, Nellie, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that's interesting to me because we both have freshmen in high school. A friend of mine said to me, it's not a very important year. And I beg to differ. I think freshman year is so important because it's yes. really a giant transition year. You know, so it is important. Yeah, what were you going to say? So how do you? I agree. No, I'm saying the same thing. Like, I think fifth grade and higher, your students or the students in that age group really should be navigating this themselves. Your job as a parent right now is to kind of facilitate and make sure they're they're doing it. But everything else, they need to be talking to with their teachers or even with their classmates. If they're stuck on something, call a friend, you know, FaceTime with a friend like we all used to do, you know, ask your buddy. But parents you know, kind of be hands off a little bit. Just make sure that they're taking care of this themselves. But yes, ninth grade's a huge year. I yeah, agree. it really is. And I, yeah. I think it's kind of a devastating year to have something like this happen, much like it is right. for seniors in a different way, just because yes. the beginning of all that fun and they're kind of getting cheated out of it. You know, it, right. it's just the fun part, you know, the running, Absolutely. the dances, the, the good stuff, you know? Yes. Well, Erica, you said something interesting to me before when you were you when you when you and I were talking earlier, and that if this had to happen, it's at a I hate to say a good time, but a better time maybe than if it had happened at the beginning of the year because they really have learned so much up until this point in school. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yes, um, I think you know most public schools. If we were in school right now, tomorrow would be star test. And so these last few weeks would have been kind of star test prep. Um, And not that we teach to a test. That's not how it works. But, you know, there were reviews to do. There were things to make sure kids were understanding and grasping these concepts that they've already learned this year. So kids are equipped and ready. Most of the learning has already occurred, like all of the strong concepts and important concepts. So, yes, if there is a silver lining that it's happened in the last nine weeks or kind of towards the end of the school year, because all of the really good stuff has happened and now we're more like reinforcing it and building on it. That's true. Um, I'm thinking about something for you, Erica. So um, thinking about having some downtime, right? Like a lot of people they think drivers, like my kid, they're driving with their kids in the morning. It makes me think, and I'm sure you do this, do you do sort of ACT and SAT prep online? Um, That's a great question. We don't, I think that's, a wonderful thing to do right now. ACT prep and and all of that vocabulary prep that kids need for those tests, mm-hmm. this is the time to do all that. Build up that vocabulary, work on those math skills, and there's so many great online programs or even online tests to print out that kids could be doing making flashcards, things like that. It's a great tool to be using right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yes. a great, great recommendation, mm-hmm. Nellie. I like that because yes. we don't have the distractions of social stuff and kid activities and all Correct. the things we normally are participating in. So, so yeah, you're right. Really good time. Are you finding, mm-hmm. Girls, aren't you kind of finding that oddly, it's been like three weeks in isolation. Aren't you sort of finding that you, you're not, you're moving slower. Like, I'm, kids, yes. I'm finding that I'm a, I'm, I'm somebody who like gets up and I'm, I'm running all day and I'm finding like, now I'm like, just taking a little longer. I'm doing less, like I'm busier than I thought I would be. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, I am too. It's, I, you think you have all this time now, but I have, I have 
okay, I've been here inside since what, March 13th, I think. And with that, with the exception of going to get food and then I've taken supplies to my mom, but you know, I'm not bored yet. I'm, I am rocking and rolling. I'm finding projects, but yes, it's all a little bit slower. It's kind of nice to not rush to get up in the morning and put makeup on and, and get to where I'm supposed to be or reply to all these emails in a certain amount of time. It's kind of, I'm enjoying the slowness. Well, I'm not, but, <laughs> but I did notice I had a Zoom cocktail party last night. My family and this LA family, because we moved from LA, um, and uh, this cocktail party, and I had been running all day and like working out and stuff, and I realized maybe I should take a shower before I do Zoom <laughs> cocktail parties. <laughs> That's funny. They looked fabulous, and I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yes. Erica, you had mentioned something else that I thought, uh, getting back to the HPISD kids blowing through their, their lessons yes. kind of quickly. You had said when we were talking that they don't have to do it all at once. They can no. slow down, maybe set a timer and just do a little bit at a time and pace yourself and take little breaks to go do something else. Maybe go outside and run around and get some exercise. Just exactly. To so if we think about, yeah, when we think about school, yes, they're there from eight to three thirty or whatever their school hours are. But in that time, they're not sitting at a desk the whole time. No. They go to class, teachers are giving their instruction and then kids are applying it or they're reading or they're, you know, working with their friends at their tables. Then they go to their elective. They've got PE or art or orchestra music. Then they've got lunch and some recess and time with their friends. So yes, I think building a schedule is the most important part of learning at home right now. And, you know, try a few different ones out. There are so many available resources out there right now for scheduling that kids need to find the best one for them. So yeah, that might be 15 minutes of English and then a five minute snack break or 30 minutes of math and then 30 minutes of English. And then they're going to take a longer break. So they really need to break it up like they would in school. You don't want to just have them sitting there hours and get burned out and then not have anything to do the rest of the week or not want to do it that way so no that's interesting because my son just had film class and it's his last class of the day uh well now it is and um and he takes it outside for film and I think that's okay like I feel like trying to do math outside you know, sitting on a couch, I'd be like, oh, that's not going to work. But when he has this film class and they're sitting, it's really more participatory and they're talking and they're watching each other's films. I love that he does that. It's just a, a yes. scenery. I love that. You know, and another thing I want to add, homeschoolers have been doing this for years. I have a girlfriend who homeschools her daughters and, you know, homeschools only a few hours a day. So I, if parents are looking for kind of other schedules, maybe check out some of those resources online and see how they go about their day because they're not just doing academics. And this is a great time for your kids to be learning those life skills as well, like laundry and cooking and chores and, and, and things that we all, you know, sometimes take for granted because maybe we have other people doing them for us, but now we're all back in this together and we're doing it on our own. And it's a great time for kids to learn that stuff. Okay. That is the best advice. And my son had to write a paper Martha knows this. He had to write a paper when they were reading the Iliad about what seven deadly sin he was guilty of. And I was like, well, you know, my my child, I can't see that you're guilty of anything. And so he ends up writing this paper about how he's uh, guilty of sloth because Uh as, well, not not now, but a nanny and two parents all over him doing everything for him. So he's such a sloth because he didn't learn how to do laundry. (laughs) So 
he started immediately after that. And I love your suggestion because I'm going to have him do stuff like that. Good. Yeah. Yes. Do your laundry in the afternoon. Make your breakfast. Like just all those kind of things that, you know, right. basic life skills that non-only children probably already have. Exactly. And, and with that, it also makes kids feel safe when they know that they know how to do these things that everybody else in the world knows how to do. It kind of gives them that safety and that pride of like, oh, yeah, I can do this now. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it makes them feel independent and grown up in some yes. way. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard my son today, my fifth grader, get really frustrated because I guess he felt like all his friends had finished a certain assignment that he was working on. And I heard him get mad and say, gosh, why am I the last one to turn this in? And I'm sure it's because he was racing to, uh, you know, get online and go do something more fun like Xbox. But um, are you all looking at how quickly they turn in the assignments? Not at all. Let me tell you, we are not sitting at our computers waiting for them to be clicked in. Absolutely not. So I know in school, sometimes there are always those kids that want to be finished first. And that might bring them some sense of joy and accomplishment, but it is not a race. And in fact, we always encourage kids to take their time, check over their work, make sure you have everything correct. So this is a great time to implement that because there's there's no hurry here. You've got a week to do your work. Um, Some schools are taking grades, some aren't. But, uh, you know, don't let the Xbox be the reward because everybody's playing Xbox right now, or, you know, there's, you know, so much free time that, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't need to rush to get to that because it's going to be there. So now it's just take your time and no teachers are not sitting there waiting to see who's first in. Absolutely not. Are you playing (laughs) Xbox, Erica? Are you playing? I am not. Although, you know, I have have an old PlayStation two, but no, I'm not. I, you know, I'm enjoying the stacks of books on that have been lining up in my office that I finally have time to read. Are you watching Tiger King? (laughs) I did. I watched Tiger King. In fact, okay, so I'm also fast. She is four weeks old. She, I fed her and now she's passed out in the other room. So she will, because she's very meowy. But okay. so that's I, what that's, I'm doing. But yes, Tiger King. I to see her earlier. She's an adorable. Awesome show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's so cute. And yeah. I'm just, yeah, TV, which I never watch TV. So it's nice to kind of catch mm-hmm. up in, on shows that everybody else had been talking about. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I, I'm just curious. Okay. When it comes to the tutoring thing, mm-hmm. what, like, what can, during this time, what do you feel you can offer to parents? Like, let's say we all. Yes. We're all going to need. We're not, a lot of people are going to say, I need a tutor right now, or I need somebody who's encouraging my child. What would you suggest? How can you all help? That's a great question. So I know there are a couple of other tutoring businesses that I know that I have friends that run those Mm -hmm. and they're offering virtual lessons for enrichment. Like, so basically like school's still going and maybe some kids need that. I don't think kids need that right now, Mm -hmm. but from my standpoint, where myself and the tutors that work for me are we want to be the resource for you guys to lean on. So if your kid isn't understanding it and maybe they've already reached out to their teacher and they're still not getting it, we're here to support. We can, you know, and maybe that's via Zoom or maybe that's via Google Hangout or maybe it's even snapping a picture of the math assignment and we just work it out on paper with the examples for them to look at. Mm -hmm. But we definitely want parents to know we are here and happy to help. But I think at this point with where we all are in, in this process is it's, it's enrichment. It's just kind of guiding them and making sure they're understanding what they need to be doing and learning. Well, and it's almost, it's like a security blanket in a lot of ways. Yes. How nice to know that you have somebody to check in with because absolutely you know, some subjects, you know, I, I can help write a paper anytime, 
But if it comes to algebra, that's not my thing. So, you know, you, you everybody needs a little help somewhere. And I guess all of us moms are learning, oh, maybe I can't help with that. Maybe I'm horrible at biology. You know, right. you, you kind of look to <laughs> exactly. what you need. Help. Yeah. Right. You know, and so parents definitely don't feel like you need to be the instructor. You are not expected to know all of this material because <laughs> I even don't know all, you know, I wouldn't be able to tutor chemistry or something like that. But we do have tutors for you. So if your kid is somebody that does need help, extra help, we are happy to be there to facilitate the learning, to, you know, give enrichment, to give additional practice problems, and maybe even to show you some resources you didn't know about they can access at home. Well, and it makes me think um, that let's say there are people in the neighborhood who, uh, you know, have doctors or nurses as parents, right? Yes. And it's about really even just if there's a once a week check-in with you to, to know that they're doing what they need to be doing. Correct. You know? Yes. Absolutely. Well, Erica, you made me feel so much better just by bringing up the fact that they've learned the bulk of what they really needed to and that they would be breaking to take the STARS test. And then I love Nellie's suggestion of working on ACT, SAT. Mm -hmm. um, how can people find you, Erica? I am at pcphtutors.com. Um, it stands for Park City's Preston Hollow Tutors. And I am a team of five. And we're all teachers. And um, once I have a college kiddo who's amazing and um, we all work at different schools in different school districts. I have a, a private school teacher and another public school teacher. And and that's where we are, PCPH tutors. And we are ready to help for whatever we can do for you all, even if it's just a phone call like this to offer some support and to give some guidance to parents. No, and yeah. we've used Erica's service before and she's excellent. So guys, check it out. Really, really helpful, especially and knowledgeable. And like you said, you know how to delegate when it's not your subject or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Erica. This has been so Happy helpful. To. It's nice I'm to see your face. <laughs> nice to see your faces too. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And we'